Hi, everyone. This is Akoswa Darden Edwards, and you're listening to Chasing Dreams with Amy J. Welcome to Chasing Dreams podcast with Amy J. Amy believes that realizing a life without regrets is achieved by taking chances, chasing your dreams, making moves, and overcoming your doubts. The Chasing Dreams podcast will help you overcome life's obstacles, believe in your potential, and inspire you to face your fears. And now here's the woman who is passionately pursuing her dreams, Amy J. Dream Chasers, this is Amy J, and thank you so much for tuning in to episode 183 of Chasing Dreams. First, guys, a word from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by our Patreon campaign supporters. Thanks to all of you for your support. Beginning January 2019, as a thank you, Patreon supporters will have exclusive initial access to a bonus video conversation with our guests. Even donating a dollar an episode goes a long way. For more information on our Patreon campaign and or if you'd like to donate to help keep the show going, please visit amyj21.com slash Patreon. Guys, we are in the middle of Women's History Month and I brought you an amazing dream chaser as a result. To honor and recognize Women's History Month, I want you to meet Akosuo Dardane Edwards. Akosuo shares lessons on the journey based on a foundation of self-love and self-belief. Akosua loves working on the ground, seeing the transformation firsthand. She is an author and a TED Talk speaker, and she is fantastic. And she was a recommendation. And after I listened to her TED Talk, I absolutely knew for sure she had to come on the show. And I was so happy she said yes. And so here it is. Hey, Akosua, how are you? Hey, Amy. So good to be here to talk to you tonight. I'm doing well. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you as well. You are someone new to me, but honestly, Mm -hmm. after reading and learning more about you, I was like, no, we absolutely need to have you on the show. I hope you know that. You were actually a a recommendation. I'm I'm very, very grateful. Very grateful. And you know, you did a TED Talk and it was called, and guys, the links will be in the show notes. So don't worry about that. You can pay attention. The show notes will get you there. And it was called, There is Power in Your Story. How, why was it important to you to do this TED Talk? I think for me, I was going through, uh, in my mind, a really rough patch. And... I felt so alone. I thought that no one else was going through what I was going through. And and I thought that my story really (laughs) meant nothing. And I ran away. I, I, I left everything that I worked for because, you know, my definition of success was really linked to material things and having a certain type of lifestyle, which included, you know, a house on the hill and a a wraparound porch, a certain type of car and a a tall, dark, handsome fella. Hmm. All all that good stuff. The stuff you see on TV, right? Yeah, the stuff I saw on TV without giving it any thought of what I really wanted. So I, 
I was working as a, as an accountant and, you know, everybody was saying to me, you know, you are so young. It seemed like you have it all. And, and really I was feeling like something was missing. And then all of those things left. It was taken away from for different reasons. And I know now some of the unconscious choices I made to push them away. So I lost the job and the, the, the husband and the cars and the house. And, and I lost it all in the human sense. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just me. I was, I was really just left with me. And I didn't know how to navigate that. And I decided to give, to, to, to run away somewhere which I could lose myself in something else. And as fate would have it, I ended up in Uganda. And I was smack dab in the middle of, of working with a group of women whose only aim was to make their lives better after a 27-year civil war. And they kept telling me without me telling them anything that I need to know who I am and why I was here. Not physically, but mentally. What am I doing with my life and and how am I impacting the world around me? And I have a story to tell. And I never thought of my story as one which would have impacted anyone. But all of us, I know now, all of us have a story and it's how we decide to tell the story and when we tell the story and we keep, we keep learning as we go. So I was able to process a lot of the events that happened that led me up to that. And I thought, okay, now that I have processed it, I believe that I can tell it in a way that would change or support or empower someone who is going through what I went through and know that they are not alone. What I love, though, is that while it's your story, there was so much as you were speaking about it. And again, you have to listen to this TED Talk. As you were saying it, that I was going, are you behind my shoulder? Like, what's going on? That you're... Like, no, seriously, like I am unmarried. So like, I can't relate to the husband thing, but there are other things as you're saying, as you're describing it so um, viscerally that I could imagine it. I could feel it. And you said something that really stuck with me and it was not enoughness will mash you up. Yes. Not enoughness will mash you up. And I think Like the moment you said that, I was like, are you in my head? Because I think we all feel that in some level, at some time in our life, we feel that at least once, if not 10 times in our life. And you you were talking about it. And, you know, it's no secret that I think mental health is important. Um, I think this plays a part to it. And can you talk a little bit about how that came about, right? Because I still probably think not enoughness will mash me up. Yes. You know, I think I got to that point because everything that I strived for and I worked hard for 
came from a place of I did not have enough and I wasn't enough unless I had it. Mm-hmm. So I, sh- I worked hard to get my education because I felt without it, I wasn't enough. I worked hard to get the material things because I felt without it, I wouldn't be enough. I worked hard to show other people that I had it together for them to say that I was enough. But what I realized when all of the things were gone and it was just me left, Mm -hmm. I realized that we all start from a place of worthiness and enoughness. And when we, when we don't believe that and when we work and, and strive and, and, and suffer for things from a place of not enoughness, it will mash you up. It will play havoc on your mind and you will always be striving for more because you've started from a place of, I don't have enough. Nothing will be enough. And then we... Instead of starting from a space of, okay, I will learn as I go, or I will make mistakes and recover, we start from a place of doubt. And that is part of not enoughness. And doubt will mash you up as well. Mash you up means it's going to wreak with your mind, wreak havoc with your mind. It's going to, to affect how you keep the things that you get. Because if you, if you keep striving for more, there's no gratitude there. And you end up most times losing it or being over your shoulder all the time thinking, oh, I'm going to lose it or who's coming for it and you don't enjoy it. So I, I, I hope that makes sense. Totally. Yes. Because I, again, even as we're having this conversation, I'm thinking how many people are feeling this? How many teenagers, how many adults, how many people who believe they are happy, but may not be because they're still striving for something else. Yes. And And, and nothing wrong with striving. Nothing at all is is wrong with with getting or, or improving your life, but coming from a place of desiring it or coming from a place of improving yourself rather than to prove others or to feel enough as if you're enough. You're already enough. That is a great distinction that you just made. And so Mm -hmm. I wonder, as someone who is working and studying this, Mm -hmm. how do you fight that? How do you not allow that to take over your mind? Yeah. For me, I would say that It takes a conscious effort of every day, Mm. a full self, number one, and doing the work that is required and being courageous. So you would have other people telling you certain things, but you have to sit down minus the distractions and figure out, is this what I really want? You have to question certain core beliefs, you have to be ready to fail because failure is just 
an opportunity for you to know that this is not where you're supposed to be. It's not for you to stop. So a constant diet of affirming yourself, doing things that you would normally do. Like, you know, we were talking earlier about jumping out of your comfort zone. It might be a simple thing like taking a, a run for, for three, four minutes that you would never ne- never do before, but it would prove to yourself that, hey, I can do this. And knowing who you are, not who you think you are, knowing exactly who you are. It, it, it really is a daily, a daily practice. It really is. It's like lifting weights or exercising or eating healthy. It, it's constant. You have to do it. And of course, you'll have your, your cheat day or your, your rest day or your time off. But it's constantly knowing who you are, affirming yourself and doing things that you would, that would scare you, but do it anyway. There you go. And, and, you know, guys, if you don't remember, this year's theme is embrace your fears. Yeah. And, you know, you, you got to push through. And so when you say that, that you said something in your TED Talk, because, again, mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed it. But the thing that was illuminating for me was you said when you lost everything, like when you yeah. lost the man, when you lost the ho- when you lost everything, and it was just you. Yeah. You had to figure out how to be okay with that. Yeah. And who you were. Yeah. With that. When they asked you, who are you? Yeah. And you responded with just what you did. Yeah. And you had to sit and think about that answer. I think yeah. like it, it it hit me because I too had to go through that at one point to figure out who I am. By not yeah. defining myself by my occupation. Yes. And that's a game changer. It is because, I mean, we, we just think about who we are in terms of what we have and, and what we do and what we, own, what we own. And I'm not saying that it's wrong or it's, mm-hmm. it's somebody you know, brainwashed us. But what I'm saying, it's important to know that who you are without those things is also very important. And they shouldn't define what you do and where you go. And your life shouldn't revolve around things that are fleeting. Because I'm, you, it will make you up. I'm like in silence because I'm like, yes. <laughs> Preach it. Keep talking. Let me let me not let me just sit back here because um funny. It's true. It's true, right? Um Yeah. I've learned that. But okay, so the funny thing is I learned it later in my life. Like yeah. closer to, to now. Just recently, probably in the last five or six years. When did you figure that out? I figured it out in that naughty corner. <laughs> so, know, I, so not when you were a child, not when you were a teenager, no, right? No, you were about no. an adult. 
I was an adult. I was an adult with the concept that success means what I saw on television and what other people said I should study and what I should, because I'm good at maths, then I should be an engineer or an accountant or with numbers. So I figured that out late. Okay. Um, Akosua, do you mind if we turn the video back on? No. Okay, let's turn the video back on. There's, um, <coughs> you're just preaching and I'm just like, <laughs> we need to, and I'm just like, I, I need to capture some of this because I want to yeah. promote this conversation that we're talking about right now. Um, yeah. Editor, I'm going to, I'm going to snap and you can start mm-hmm. picking back up here. So, Akosua, you said something just interesting then. You figured out what it was based mm-hmm. on what TV told you, right? You valued something based off of what TV told you was valuable, right? And that's, yeah. I did too. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, kindred soul, I did too. It took me into my adulthood to yeah. figure out that they were wrong. And, and it wasn't fitting for me yes for other people but for me I was squeezing myself into something that had me anxious I was anxious I was I was looking over my shoulder like oh my god is somebody coming to get my (laughs) or you know it was different to everything that I do I did. And, and I learned a lot along the way. I learned about discipline because I had to study. I didn't like school, <laughs> but I had to study to become yeah. an accountant. Right. So it, it taught me discipline. But then when I got there, I'm like, what is this? What? Did, what? Okay. And, and at the same time, I didn't want to be ungrateful for the opportunities. Sure. No. It presented, but so it was confusing. It was confusing. So representation is important, mm-hmm. and that is is important for me to tell the story, so that other people who feel the same way can say, "Oh, I'm not crazy." Yeah. Oh, no, you're not. You're not crazy because I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yes, yes. Here's the thing, right? Mm. TV shows it. You're right. Yeah. So it's okay and fits for some people. It yeah. didn't fit for me. It didn't fit for you. But the other mm-hmm. thing is, is that other people's pressure mm-hmm. to tell me that that is what it was. And mm-hmm. I don't think I had the freedom. It wasn't intentional. People weren't mm-hmm. intentionally yeah. saying, hey, this. Yeah. But I think there's yeah. a subtle uh, underlying pressure that comes that just kept me in a box that I wasn't yeah. supposed to be in. Yes, yes. I agree. It was the same with me. Mm-hmm. I, I, what I figured out was the people who love you want the best for you. Right. So they also think that the best is you have this particular yes. right. job. You have they don't want to see life. you suffer, right? Yeah, they don't want to. See, and they, they looked at the same TV shows. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So they love you and they want what's best for you. But part of knowing who you are and part of being enough is, is having the courage to say, I know you love me. I know you want what's best for me, mm-hmm. but 
trust me to go through this and for me to fail at it and for me to learn from it and be there yeah. to support me in it. So th- that is part of being who you are as well, knowing who you are. So what's interesting about this, right, is, you know, what we've been taught by society, culture, mm-hmm. um, people is if you don't have this, if you don't yes. have the wealth, if you don't have the guy, yes. if you don't have the job, if you yeah. don't have the security, you cannot yeah. be happy. Yeah. And you have I'm to do it on their time. It's just not possible. It's yes. just not possible. And the funny yeah. thing is I'm meeting people who aren't the richest in the world who are single or they are living their truth in whatever way that is and however that's defined for them. And they are loads happier than other people. Mind-boggling. Yeah, because at the end of it all, we have to define what makes us joyful. Yeah. And and that, that takes a process. Because you wouldn't know what makes you joyful if you don't know what makes you miserable, right? Yes, yes. That's why you have to so, fail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think we, because we want to be comfortable and we, we were told and we were taught that the only way to be comfortable is this way. Yes. Then we, we strive for that. Yeah. But each one of us, we have our own vision for our own life, which was downloaded into yeah. at some point. It's like the Matrix. Yeah, the blue or the red film. Yeah. <laughs> so once we know what that is, mm-hmm. that knowing takes doing things that may work, may not work, going through that process, trusting yourself, listening to your intuition. Mm-hmm. Just sometimes illogical in the real world. Yeah. And I think our loved ones, if they are brave enough to support us in doing that, the world will be so much happier because it's tough. We're we're getting there. It is tough. It is tough. It is tough. Yeah. Especially if you're doing something that your family it's unknown to your family. They, they, they're not comfortable with. Oh, yes. Uh, even when I started this podcast, uh, you know, my parents supported me. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But they did worry. Yeah. They of worried. Course. Absolutely. <laughs> Podcasting? Yeah. Never heard yeah. of it. It's not on TV. Yeah. <laughs> How do I learn about you? Can you yeah. make money? Can you have a living off of this? And I'm not, yeah. you know, it wasn't yeah. the intent or anything. But, you know, parents are, are, want to make sure you don't suffer. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. We can't blame them from that. We've talked about our our aha moment. Our yeah. realization came in at adulthood. Imagine yeah. what it would be if kids, teenagers, oh my god, were able to live their truth and yeah. figure out their own self belief and self love early yeah. on, and moved and grew with that. What do you think the world would look like if more people lived in their truth, embracing their fear? And just being honest with themselves. I mean, that just well, you, it, it excites me. It, mm-hmm. it blows my mind because I think so many of the world's issues rest on people forcing each other mm-hmm. to do things. 
if you are like a creative person and you you're forced into doing something as or you you choose that because yeah. of 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 different reasons sure people hide themselves in drugs you know an addiction and and all sorts of things so i think if that happens yeah. so of the things that we struggle with would change social ills and yeah it, it it's gonna change and we would have more balanced people I mean, healthcare would be cheaper <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay so to, to be clear guys we're not saying the world would be perfect no 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 it would just eliminate some of the the man-made issues that we have yeah uh, there's, there's nobody's perfect. No. no, nobody's perfect. But some of the things that we we project on others would stop. What do you think this is about? In the sense of, is this limited to any one gender, any one culture, any one uh, uh, denomination, economic, you know, level? No. Is this is this limited to anyone? No, I've seen it everywhere I've been. I've seen in different forms. So, you know, I've been to certain parts of the African continent and in my mind, okay, if you're tall and you build like this, you could only be a policeman or security. I mean, how do you fight against that for... Yeah, ingrained in them. Ingrained, you know... It's everywhere. It's it's in America. You know, you have your your best schools, and people class some as the worst schools, the best schools. If you if you go to the best schools, you get a better. You, you know, you, you your options are better. It's everywhere. It's 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 everywhere. The, the thing that is crazy because when you said this, when you said all this, and I'm like. Are you in my head, right? It's, yeah. it's not that I was unhappy before, um, just mm-hmm. just to kind of be clear. Yeah. It's just that, you know, throughout those life, when you have those failures, when you have those moments, yeah. you know, I felt, I felt as though I wasn't, that there was something missing. Yeah, I'm with you. And I, it's the same for me. Yeah. There were times in, in that, that life, than my old life. Oh my God, I was, I, I thought I was happy. But there's this, this like numbing feeling or something's missing. Yeah, like what am I? Because when nothing is missing, you will stop searching. Yeah. You just be, be content with it, whether it's challenging or not. Mm-hmm even though you would want to improve yourself, but there would be a contentment, a feeling of contentment there. But when something is missing, you will be searching and anxious and making poor choices. And that's when not enoughness will mash you up. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's funny, because honestly, when you said that, when you, when I was listening to the TED talk, and I know I keep saying that, guys, I do. I know I know I'm saying that again. Listen to the TED talk. Perfect marketing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was it was one of those things because you know I think mental health is not talked about enough, and yes. I think what we're talking about today goes directly to your mental health. 
your happiness, your livelihood, you know, it all is interconnected because if you are not living your truth, there's going to be a part of you that's going to be depressed or anxious, or you're going to, you're going to feel something. Yeah. I don't think you can avoid that. And, you know, I, it, I heard your talk and I was like, this is such an important concept because I don't think a lot of us have that self-love that we need to have. Yeah. I don't think we do. Yeah. And and I think a lot of it is because a combination of we don't spend time with ourselves Mm -hmm. doing work and the noise that we get from everywhere else that we allow into our lives. I think if we pay more attention to eliminating some of the noise and we spend some time on our own, well, quiet time, I mean. (laughs) Some people are afraid of that. Oh, yeah, because you hear the voices in your head. Yeah. Those voices... So a lot of times those voices are not your own. You, It's other people's programming. Yeah. Well, I think for me, let me tell you one of the things that changed me as well. I had to, I was in Uganda at the time and I had to be in a, a village. And there was, in the, in the house that I was staying in, there was no TV. There was, there was nothing. And the neighbors... Well, the people are around. Uh-huh. They couldn't speak a lick of English. So at the in the in the evening time when the sun went down, it was I mean the neighbors were not close by, they were a bit far away. So mm-hmm. I'm alone in this house with me and my thoughts. And I, I said at some point I have to stop running from the thoughts, because at some point I'm singing songs like, yeah, <laughs> I'm just drown out. Right, right. Well, <laughs> drown out that's that, interesting. That, that. You were trying to drown out the, the voice in your head? Yeah, I was trying to drown it all because it was saying, you know, lost this and you feel like this and you shouldn't be here. And, it, and then when I stopped and I said, OK, talk, you just talk, <laughs> talk to me, talk to me. And I, I talked back, but in a affirming way. And I, I didn't judge the voice. I didn't scold it. I didn't, because you're scolding yourself and you're judging yourself. Yeah. And I just started writing in a journal, writing in a journal mm-hmm. to read to the voices to get it out and that became my first book what did I learn today wow wow and from that moment and I need to balance it now because I like to spend a lot of time with my, myself now I would say another book please another book <laughs> <laughs> now you have the opposite so, problem yeah. <laughs> so all of that to say do not be afraid of yourself. Mm. There are messages inside of there when you allow the voices to, to have a conversation with you because it's really you having a conversation with yourself and 
and judging yourself and schooling yourself and, and, and being disappointed in yourself for things that you did not set. Right. Those you did not set. That is a big mistake. And, and what I've learned as well is I started doing this exercise where I would, when I want to do something, mm-hmm. I would look in the mirror, look myself in the mirror and say, Akoswa, I commit to you today. You know how hard it is to lie to yourself in the mirror? I've never tried it. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling you. And do you no. know how it is to break a commitment to yourself when you look yourself in the eye? Wow. It's tough. It's tough. So even if you say, I commit to you today to honor these voices, or I commit to you today to walk five minutes or mm-hmm. something that would improve your state of being. You will make it a habit and you will do it. I feel like that's something I need to try. Give it a try. Let me know. I will. I will. And and the flip side of that, when you look yourself in the mirror after you do it, Mm -hmm. you know, you celebrate, you know, you celebrate. Celebrate. We're always so focused on the, on the, negative right it's the first thing yeah yeah we forget yeah. there's always the flip side because yeah, you look in the mirror you're like oh, oh there's a pimple yeah <laughs> right <laughs> then we forget, forget the whole picture we forget the yeah. whole picture yeah because mm-hmm. thank you so much for coming on the show sharing your story i mean i think it's one that is so important and i also want to thank you for all that you're doing and being a representation and helping us honor women in women's history month thank you so much i'm so happy that i spoke to you today it was fun and i look forward to continuing our partnership and 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 doing some great things in the future sounds great all right before i let you go there's one thing i have to ask what is Mm -hmm. one action you would recommend someone take today to chase their dreams start stop Talking about it. Mm-hmm. Start it. Start anywhere. Start it. Because what happens is when it comes into our head, we start making excuses or justifications or rationals. Why not? Start saying yes. Start with yes. That, that's my best advice. Just start. There's no going to ask someone or getting validation from somebody. If you want to be an artist, start painting and showing the work. Who knows what could happen from it? You don't have to make a million bucks from it. You just have to start. There you go. I couldn't have said it better. Akosua, thank you so much again. Thank you. Thank you, Amy. And that was Akosua Edwards. She's such a phenomenal individual and she's doing some amazing things and sharing some important information. And I hope you guys heard what she was saying. And if you didn't, you can always find out and learn more about Akosua and what she said on the show notes page. And you can find her TED Talk, which I encourage you to listen to also on the show notes page at 
amyj21.com slash episode 183. That's episode 183. And guys, you may have heard that I said that there is a special event coming up. In fact, it's taking place next week. It is the 2019 Chasing Dreams Fundathon, and it's taking place Monday, March 18th through Thursday, March 21st. Now, it is during this concentrated period of time, we are, as you guessed it, raising money to keep Chasing Dreams podcast going for another year. Now, I love this podcast, and I believe it does its part to inspire you, our listeners, to go out and chase your dreams. And when others see you chasing your dreams, they too will begin to believe they can do it. And it's a powerful ripple effect that is helping to shape our world. Now, this whole thing is taking place next week. You can find more information and sign up. There's no obligation to donate if you sign up. It's if you're interested or want more information, you can go to amyj21.com slash fundathon, F-U-N-D-A-T-H-O-N. The link is in the show notes. Feel free to share it with your friends. We are trying to raise money to keep the show going. We do have a goal that is listed on the Fundathon page by now. And we are going to have a hour or so of inspiration and entertainment each night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we will have guests who come on Facebook Live with me on the Amy J Facebook page. Check out the Fundathon page if you are so moved, if you've been inspired or empowered buy this show and you would like to donate, please feel free to give. We welcome more than just the dollar. Other currencies, I believe, are accepted and no amount is too small. I want to thank you guys even just considering donating. Whether you can or can't, know that from the bottom of my heart, the support of our listeners has kept this show going and it has meant the world to me. We're not a Goliath like NPR This is a grassroots level effort that has been myself uh, for three years and a handful of people who behind the scenes do a lot of work. And we're just trying to help keep them chasing their dreams in supporting us and keep us being able to kind of inspire others to keep chasing their dreams out there in the world. So if you're so moved, please check it out. If you are unable, no worries. I know if you could, you would that kind of a thing. So guys, check that out. And remember, until next time, keep chasing. Thank you so much for listening to Chasing Dreams. Amy would love to connect with you and hear all about your pursuit of chasing your dreams. Connect with her on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram via at Chasing Dreams HQ. Or you can find Amy on Twitter at AmyJ21. That's aimeej one Be sure to visit headquarters over at ChasingDreamsHQ.com for more inspiration, motivation, and resources to help with your own dream chase. We hope you'll join Amy next week. And until then, keep chasing.